Welcome to the official Gunners World Elite Podcast where we talk everything Arsenal which includes but not limited to the fans, players, coach and the fixtures. It's another beautiful episode of the official Gunners World Elite Podcast where we talk everything Arsenal and in today's episode we'll be taking an overview of Arsenal's season where we missed out on the UEFA Champions League. Also Sakai has been awarded as Arsenal Player of the Season and his new contract extension talks. Also we're taking a look of at Arsenal's transfers inactivity where we virtually linked to all players in the transfer market and signed none. And finally on today's episode we're taking a look at Gunas what Elite FPL where we are the League A and the League B winners and also the top five finishers and as well we have the cup winners. These and many more we discussed on episode 19 of the official Gunas World Elite podcast. Stay with us. It's another beautiful episode of the official Gunas World. Elliot, and doing this with me as always is John. John, how are you doing today? I'm doing very fine. And it's good to be back here once again after some some time out. It's good yeah, to be yeah, back yeah, yeah. Some time out due to outbreak. <coughs> due to outbreak, we suffered from, from Arsenal finishing fifth. We were all cold. And thank God we're finally back. Thank God those of you depressed are finally back. Ever, <laughs> I did. I'm okay. I'm doing fine. It's that uh, time of the season again, or uh, after the season again, where we we'll have to hear millions of transfer news, both real ones and fake ones. So it's good to be back. Let's talk. Let's talk, Arsenal. Okay, guys. Um, we're just gonna looking at our season overview and what we were able to achieve in the course of the season. Probably in our next episode, we'll be taking it month after month, looking at what we were able to do in um, um, August, September, and the rest. But today, we just just have an overview of everything that, that went down um, in, the, in the course of the season. Uh, with our last game against Everton, where we won five goals to one. And um, although that was, that was never necessary because Tottenham went on to win their fixture against Norwich. And we ended up finishing fifth, and I'm thought I'm finishing fourth. So this is Arsenal. Arsenal back to Europa League after many of years. Especially you ever you predicted Arsenal were going to finish in the top four. Ever seen Arsenal not finishing in the top four? How how did you feel back then? Because I know the feeling right now must have changed. <laughs> uh, well, um, after a few weeks, um, I think I'm feeling much better, but. To be very honest, a few weeks ago, it was really, really terrible feeling. I was so sure we were going to finish in the top four because I felt like we're uh, on top of our game and uh, it was our position to lose. And at that time, we were doing very well. Everything was going as planned. But Arsenal being Arsenal, we had to bottle it, as we have always mm. done in the past few seasons. So... Um, it was a very, very disappointing feeling. All the hopes, all the hype, all the ginger and everything just disappeared from us like that. And we became, everybody became very, very emotional, complaining, left, right, and center, and all that. But at the end of the day, we have to 
accept what we got from the team and and just move on. You just have to accept and move on. Ah, it was a tough feeling, and um, those who have been following us keenly would have noticed that I've not been able to record any show in the last three to four weeks or thereabouts. Uh, John, I, I don't know about you, but um, you, you, in, in the course of, of the end of the season, you were indifferent. At, at some point, you said that's not going to finish in top four. At some point, you said no. You said, I think I, I could recall one of your statements. You said, if Arsenal are going to beat Chelsea and Manchester United, I guess that then you'll be convinced that Arsenal are finishing in top four. I think they won those two fixtures and um, eventually uh, they were not able to win. Um, they were not able to finish in the top four. How did you feel? When to penalize that Arsenal when they're going to finish in the top four, I think that was against Newcastle. Um, I, everybody should feel disappointed. Every Arsenal fan should feel disappointed. Uh, disappointed that eventually, after the whole struggle and dashing of hope, then raising the hope up again, that was practically how the season went. Like we lose a game, then we we'll go on a on a winning streak. Go on another losing streak again. So our hopes were just going up and coming down. So at a point, it was stabilized that okay, maybe we can um, make it up for. But in the end, we came crashing at the game at um, Newcastle. I think that was where we lost it. So I was disappointed and I was not happy at all. Even, even right now, I'm not even fixated on any transfer. So it's even seemed that it's not even dragging their feet. So well, from from your from your voice, uh, I can really feel the disappointment, um, John. And um I think it's been it's I think everyone should have recovered by now. Although maybe this is the lack of our transfer activity that's still affecting some of us. With the news reaching us currently that sports are closing on on mutualism. Arsenal still on the search for a striker. One would have thought that by now Arsenal would have completed the deals for Jesus and um, Tillemans. Here we are. We yet to send anybody apart from Mark. Mark. I think was his name again. Marquinhos from Sao Paulo. Um, I'll just we'll just be looking at um, um the news that came up. Um, Saka was voted as Arsenal Player of the Season. In second place was Odegaard, and in third place was Ramsdale. Um. Was it well deserved, um, ever? Was it well deserved um, for uh, Saka winning Arsenal Player of the Season? Absolutely, you can't look beyond Saka. I mean, that kid is, is something else. He's, he's a special talent. Um, both in terms of character and um, talent, he's something else. He's a leader, even at that young age. I mean, he carried the team most times. For a player who was nominated for player of the season and also young player of the season, uh, it's definitely to look beyond Bukayo Saka. He's been an exceptional football player for Arsenal Football Club. And so we're happy. We are saying congratulations to him. He deserves it. I mean, no football fan will look at the performances of all the players and pick any other player ahead of Saka. So I think he deserves it. And... For the player who came second, Odega, he also deserved it. Um, he didn't start the season so well, but he picked up and became an instrumental player for the season. And then Ramsdale as well, outstanding all through the season, one of the, the signing of the season. Maybe if we had um, 
um, uh, what's it called, party feet. Would have been talking about party contesting for one of those. Yeah, but at the end of the day, I think Saka deserves it, and we're happy for him. We hope that by next season he will do even better than what he did this season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned Ramsey saying Ramsey very well the entire course of the season. I think um in the closing stages of the season, I think his form dropped a bit. And um I think that was one of the things that cost him his 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 place. Probably could have finished second ahead of Odigard because Odigard was neither good nor odds at the beginning of the season. Then I think it was at the midway he picked up and eventually um uh, came second as Arsenal player of the season. We'll be hoping that um, Saka gets to extend his stay at Arsenal. We've been hearing about contract talks and uh, we are hoping Saka extends his stay. Um, to you, to you, John, um, there was no doubt in Saka winning Arsenal player of the season. Was there any doubt? No, there was no doubt. There was no doubt. He, he has the best um, attacking return mm. and good contribution. So, there was no doubt to him winning um, the Arsenal player of the season. It's a good run for him, and I hope he gets to rest very well because he deserves a lot of rest. And currently, yeah, England are using him also. So we hope he comes back and rests and become a bit for next season. Well, well, I, I just want to do a bit of analysis as you guys are on front line. We've been linked to, you, you just mentioned um, um, Saka um, needing rest. I think um, Everton mentioned it earlier that the young man needs rest. And I won't put it to you people. We know Arsenal be linked to, with Gabriel and um, Suleiman. Those are two major Arsenal transfer targets in the past couple of weeks. And we're hoping that we get to finalise those studios as soon as possible. But then we've been hearing rumours of Linked to Arsenal, players like um uh, Bafinha and um uh, Bowen, those especially Bowen that just came out from the blue early, early today. When we consider that, why why are those players being linked to Arsenal? Why are players um that that that, that are known to be playing in the right wing? Why are they being constantly linked to Arsenal? Most we feel like why don't we need a left winger? We already have Saka on the right wing. We need a left winger, and uh, but then when you see the names. Some credible sources confirming those names. You get to wonder: Is it that Arsenal want to change um, Saka's pattern, or, 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 or what are they trying to do? Why don't you buy a left winger that can come? But then we know in the course of just this, this the season that ended, um, PP was not really helpful because Saka played a lot of games, and just as you you said earlier, he's representing England, and a, a lad as young as that should be resting, should actually be resting. Um, Pepe did not help him in the entire course of last season. Anytime Pepe was bought on, he always underperformed. So Saka kept on playing. Even when he was injured, he kept on playing. So do you think maybe that is why I'm still with you, John? Do you think maybe that is why that is the reason why Arsenal is exploring um the possibility of buying a left or a right winger, a player that can play from the right wing? Yeah, um, I think I think we need we need somebody on that on that um on that um, wing also, somebody that can also come in and add to the goals as well. Because uh, there was a there was a time a point in, in the season where Saka dropped from. He he was he was it's it's it felt like he was um, playing with some injuries and he was not very sharp like as usual. You understand? So we couldn't take him out. You know, 
Saka, it, there will be there will, there were some games where Saka got got um, fell he got injured and um, more than five, three, four, five times and instead of Ateta to like take him out, he kept on playing. You understand? And there was nobody to to like come in to replace him. So I think if we are being linked to players like that, maybe um, Ateta has seen um, um, an opening. On like on the back of last season, and Pepe should be ashamed of himself. Honestly, be ashamed of himself. A player, he has the talent. Because if you if you listen to Arsenal players talk, they most of them they feel Saka is the most talented player in the team. I've heard a couple of players said that Ramsdale and I think Smithrow said something like that. And if you look at Pepe very well, Pepe is actually a very fine player. But he puts in zero effort. He's just there to just dance on the pitch and like he doesn't care at all. So he should be ashamed of himself. He he's not putting in any energy at all. No, zero shift. So that's why we are talking about getting another player in that same room. If not, you will not spend seventy over seventy million on a player. Then you have another player like Sakai on the same wing, and you still want to like spend another money on. On that position, in that position again. So, Pepe should be ashamed of himself. And I hope, I hope we get somebody that will even come and like take him off our club, and let's get a, a more serious player to to play or deputize alongside him, Saka on that wing. So yes, I think we, I think we need a player in that wing, in that position. I think we need a player. There. Okay, thank, thank you, John. Um, so, um, Eva, you just listened to John and he was analyzing the right wing and uh, saying how Pepe should be ashamed of himself. Uh, I still want to put the question to you. Do you think uh, if we were to get a wide forward, we know, as I said, we've been linked to Gabriel Jesus. So obviously, with Nketiah staying, um, definitely, as someone to renew his contract, with um, Nketiah staying and possibly Arsenal sending Gabriel Jesus, Arsenal. A wide forward. We don't know yet. It's still, it's still under a possibility. We know Arsenal over the years they might end up not even signing, even though there is a need for it. Uh, do you think we need a right winger more than a left winger? Because you know the players we'll be using in that left wing, uh, they've been Martinelli and Smithrow. We've been rotating it between the both of them, either Smithrow or Martinelli. And we at the other wing we have Saka and uh, Pepe is supposed to be his deputy, but Pepe has not really. Um, cover himself in glory. So do you think we need a right winger more than we need a left winger if we are to go for a wide player? Oh, well, I wouldn't say we need a right winger more than we need a left winger. But I think we need a winger that is worthy of starting on the right or on the left. Because um, while Martinelli and... Um, uh, Smithro has done well on the left wing. I think a little bit of consistency. Then these are two young players. You can't completely rely on them. But so mm. far, they've done okay. Uh, has been able to, to produce about close to 10 or 11 uh, goals and, and assists together. Smithro, on the other mm. hand, has produced about 11 goals or thereabouts. So it's not a bad return, if you ask me. But if we're going into a new season where we'll have the Premier League and the Europa League, 
you would expect us to get more quality players that will compete among themselves and give us results. So on the right as well, I think we also need either a deputy or someone that can help Saka, as the case may be. Because like John said, Pepe should be really, really ashamed of himself. I mean, there were times where Saka was playing with injury. You could clearly see that this player is no longer fit. He's not even supposed to start games. But he has to start because the person that is supposed to be his deputy is not reliable. So that's that's an embarrassment the size of the side of Pepe. And so I can't really, really say we need a right winger more than a left winger or a left winger more than a right winger. But we need a winger that can play on the left and on the right. That's one of the reasons why I have always um, uh, supported the idea of getting someone like Sergio Nabry because he's very comfortable on both wings. So if you have a player like that, then you don't even see him as a left winger or as a right winger. You just see him as a winger who will come in and do a wonderful job for the team. So if it's Rafina, if it's uh, Bowen, both of them are very good players, but they've played more games on the right than on the left. Would they want to sit on the bench for Saka? I don't know. Would the manager like to rotate the team? I don't know. I just feel we should go for a winger that can play both wings. Hmm. Well, well, thank you. Thank you for for, for that. And um, hopefully, you know, the, <laughs> for those that know me personally, they'll know I've always been clamoring for... Um, Sejnebu, Sejnebu. Well, one of the reasons is because he could play across um across the the front line. We play the left wing, play the right wing, play as a, as a striker. Um, but then I think it's it became impossible the very day we lost out on the Champions League. So um, we'll still be open. Maybe there, there is an opportunity for us in that line. But I actually corrected not see a possibility in that particular deal. Well. Let's just still look at um, a bit of Arsenal transfers, um, just one or two of what's making the round. And as I said, what's making the round, if it's not if it's not being reported by the Athletic or SF woman, or it's not something I feel we might discuss. But one of the players that we brought up is Skamaka. Yeah, we, I think the Italian. I think some of us that watch the game against Singlad must have seen how his older plays and his overall performance. Personally, I watched him against England and to be honest, I wasn't too convinced with his, except he's coming in as a second striker. But I still, I don't know if you guys have been able to watch him recently because he's a player that Arsenal is exploring in case they miss out on Gabriel Jesus. So if Arsenal miss out on Gabriel Jesus to Chelsea or to any other team, uh, then they might have to go for Skamaka, which is, which is a player that Arsenal do not really prioritize at the moment. I don't know if ever. I don't know if you've seen this Kamaka play before. <laughs> yes, I've seen Kamaka play a lot of times for Sasalo. Uh, I think he's, he's he's a decent player. He's still young. He's I think he's twenty three years of age. So there's still room for improvement. Um, I feel like Teta has always wanted a big center for. That was the reason he went for. Uh, what's it called? Vlaovic. He couldn't get Vlaovic. So when the Gabriel Jesus link came, I was actually surprised because I didn't really see an Ateta going for a player like Gabriel Jesus unless you're going for Gabriel Jesus because you feel like he's very versatile. He could play on the left, on the right, and the center as well. I think Skamaka is great. He can actually grow at Arsenal on that Ateta and become a better center forward. But 
my problem is if Edin Ketia is staying and the, and the striker you're bringing in, someone with similar profile, even if Kawaka is bigger and stronger, it doesn't just make much sense to me. You will expect the team to go for a totally different profile from Edin Ketia. Yes, Edin Ketia is going to be a backup. But if he's staying, it's because he's been assured that he will play more games. So I don't know. Why not get someone that is different? If he's not staying, then Skamaka is okay. But if he's staying, I don't know. Having similar kind of centre-forward, I really, really can't tell. But for the price that he will be coming in, I think um, it's a 40-something million pounds then. It's a decent deal. But again, my fear is most Italian strikers don't do well outside their league. So I really don't know mm. if he's going to be a different player from the rest of the Italian centre forward that we've seen outside Italy. Oh, but let's yeah. see how it goes. And this whole link, I don't know if it's genuine. So I'm not even going to stretch myself trying to um, put so much um, energy in Scouting Skamaka also. So let's see. <laughs> okay. Um, uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully, personally, I, I feel um, I can just accept Gabriel's because of um, how versatile he is in the front line. Could play from the right, left, or center. Because if you check Gabriel's stats more, he has played more on the right than even as a center forward. So, and with the links we've been having. He's been he's determined to play as a centre for not even from the flanks. Uh okay, um John, there's this player that I don't know, he's he's been linked to to Arsenal to Tileman, yes, Tilemans. And um, we don't know why Arsenal is still studying on that deal because the deal is looking very, very easy and possible. The amount that's been quoted is not something too too out of the ordinary. It's just I think it's within twenty five to thirty five million pounds. And it's a player that is saying, Okay. I can I can go as low as playing for a team in Europa League before he was saying he wanted to play for a team in Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> but that, but that, but now he wants to go to the to the Europa League. So John, I don't know what what's your take on. I think we discussed the man last in, in one of our episodes when the Gabriel link came out, and right now we even saw him against um is he Wales Wales where he scored a beauty. Is, uh, against Wales, the game ended one-one. Uh, I don't know your overall view of Tillman. I know you must have been watching him one way or the other. Do you think he's a player that improves Arsenal? Do you think he's someone that Arsenal should just try and wrap up the deal and let's move to our next target? And uh, just what, let me just hear your view. What do you think about the, this particular target? Yeah, um, I I don't know what's wrong with us now because honestly, we are supposed to have um, wrapped up that deal for for some time now. It just goes to shows that um, we not buying anybody January was was the plan because honestly, yeah. if if we had if we had a serious plan and we just unluckily missed out on those players, we mm. get we should have come back to them or for them rather and. Make some deals, even if it's two players by now. You understand? Because it's oh. even even people that have won trophy uh, trophies last season are already making moves and signing players. But as now that that we have just a first eleven that was battered with injuries, 
and currently we we still haven't um, signed anybody. It's very very shameful. And if you look at the Italian match now, he's playing well for Belgium, mm. and some serious club will look at look at him and be like, it's like okay, this guy is open for a transfer, and they will just snap him up, uh, snap him up. Uh, we start we start arguing on the group again. That, that's not that's not that's not it as well. That's not very very we very very serious club, honestly. And it's very that part is very annoying. It's very annoying. I like the guy's profile. He he scores a lot of goals, you understand? He's a nephew that 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 contributes to goals and assists and I like his profile. It will be a very good signing. I, I think I think he complements. He, he he looks like a player that will complement Odegaard and Party in that midfield very well. Yes, yes, yes. Because Odegaard and Party, they are not good scoring midfielders. Yeah, they are I think just good If we, if we get someone like him, in the mix, it will it will go a long way. It will really go a long way for the Arsenal. Another transfer news. Um, Arsenal have been linked with Zinchenko over the past couple of weeks and um, the Athletic made it know that it's very difficult for Arsenal to go with that particular deal because it's going to be expensive and Arsenal will not want to see him as a, as a regular or as someone that's becoming straight to the starting level. So why spend a lot on a player that won't be starting for you? And as well as Serginebri, Serginebri won't it be difficult for Arsenal to uh, put a deal for Sejnabi after missing out on the UEFA Champions League. Once he's made available, lots of club in, in, in the Champions League will be finding a way to um, take him over to their to their club. And um, then another player, Arsenal is still going to be looking for a left centre-back. Yes, Arsenal will be looking for a left centre-back. And uh, very soon, Arsenal will be announcing the, the, the official contract extension of Inkitia. Um Rumor has it that it will send a five-year deal at 100k per yeah, week. Yeah, oh boy. Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah, oh boy. <laughs> I would have loved to ask um, us what, what we'll make of that deal. But I don't know, maybe one or two minutes, uh, John, what do you make of that deal Arsenal offering it at 100k per week if reports are to be believed? I've already said that that's mon- that money to me looks outrageous. Mm. Looks outrageous from a player that is collecting a 50k mm. per week. Then you just double it on what basis are you doubling his contract? Are we that desperate to tie down? You get mm. so, and to me, did you look like a gamble to me? What if he extend that go back to the normal default setting that those guys used to do to us? You get so it's a, it's a gamble to me, it's a gamble. But at this point, that we don't even have anybody joining us, so we can we can we, we can we can't afford to like let people leave. Also, you understand? So it's still a gamble. It's still a gamble. Yeah, it's still a, it's still a gamble. And um, well, a, a lot of people we argue the fact that um, Kita could have left for for free, and the um, Arsenal might have let to sign two strikers and. Uh, if you have to get a, a, a striker and the profile of Inkitia, we won't be spending less than £20 million to acquire him. I don't know if he's going to settle in or not, citing Lokonga as an example, and Tavares not uh, meeting up to expectations. So, But then, just as you said, the 100k per week seems 
too much from, from when you look at it from the perspective of what you have to do. We don't have to go above 100. Yeah, like, obviously, yeah. obviously, when you compare the... I will not be a taka and be collecting 80. Even if I'm collecting 120 and KTR is collecting 100, I would not like it. You for just carrying on, my brother. Well, just like you like in KTR, you are giving all these guys a better if they bring that. Okay, I'm, I'm an Arsenal player now and I want to extend my due. You guys need me desperately. I will bring the KTR to the table now. When, if this guy is collecting 100, you give me 200 or give me 250. You understand what I'm saying? I do understand. Uh, hopefully, this, this deal does not affect um, players like Saliba. There are a lot of players who still get to talk, but we just want to wind up the season. And uh, in our subsequent episode, we'll be looking at um, certain profiles of Arsenal player, players like um, Saliba, players like Saka, players like Inketia, we still we still delve more into um, uh, Inketia's profile, still look at maybe probably in our next episode if we have new signing, we'll look at the player thoroughly and also we'll be looking at maybe Matt Turner that will be joining us very soon. And um, I, I just want us to switch a bit to, to Fantasy Premier League. We saw the way it's intended for us at Goodness Sport Elite where um, Mr. Jacob um, uh, came from behind to win the trophy. And John, you missed out on the top five. That was shocking, right? You missed out on the top five. I, yeah. actually, I actually did not see that coming. You missed out on the top five. Um, um, Mr. Jacobs came all the way from, I think, six today about to come up and win the league after we have been topped it for virtually almost 34 game weeks. And... Um, or 30 games, I don't really know. Um, Santi is in the right position to know what really happened in that league. Uh, we saw that and we saw the cup competition won by, uh, I don't know who won it. Okay, we'll go lost it to um, the, the giant slayer who has been slaying people from the one, yeah. eventually won it at um, League B. Uh, what's your overall, overall conclusion as regards League B? Um, looking at the way you missed out on the top five, which was... I I should be keen for that. You missed out on the top five and um, and um uh, Jacobs coming in to win the league. And just you can also give us a recap of people that finished in the top five. I think Messi Jacob finished first, Abidemi finished second, I think Key finished third, who finished fourth, Ugo finished fourth, then um um NK finished fifth. Can you just give us a very quick summary and tell us how how poor you were in, in last season's competition. <laughs> you know, uh, this is not a, it's not a poor position. Uh, this is more uh, by my standard. By my standard. In the combined league last season, where did you finish? I can't remember. I don't remember past uh, Let me use the question. Wait, well, last season or this computer season? This complete, not this complete season, the one before this no, complete. No, I, I, I don't remember stuff like that. That one because, <laughs> because it finished poorly. Because I can still tell you that I won the league last season, and I can still tell you I finished around the top four in the last, um, last three seasons, as the case may be. So, I definitely you must have finished very yeah, poor. I think you I, mean, I, I don't remember. <laughs> you don't remember, sir. You don't remember, you don't remember events. 
I don't remember. The B, the B League was a, was a, I don't even know the adjective to use for it now. It was okay. somehow sharp because we all expected them all blue to because at the point it was just coasting home. It was just cruising mm. and we, we already like surrendered the league to him. Mm. Then Messi Jacobs and I don't know what I don't know what she did to Over Blue. I don't know if it was the mind game, but she put up one charge, one one double charge, and she just started raking up points, raking up points, and Over Blue was faltering, was going down, going down, and she closed the gap. And at the, at the point, she had to like um, top him, and Over Blue dropped to second. For me, um, I think my my greatest undoing was the I think week thirty week thirty four thirty five that time um, double double um that double yeah. game week yeah that double game week I had I think I had around sixty four points whereas the people behind me were having around one forty something one thirty something and then the following week I had twenty six points. It was even even the average score of that week had scored scored more than so I those two those three weeks was where yeah, I lost it and it was very painful. It was honestly it was very painful because I I don't think I left the top five in the course of in the course of the season. At the point I was I was first, I was second, I was third, I was fourth, I was sixth. Then but, but, but at the point we started <laughs> I tasted all positions from one to six, so I tasted it all. So next, I've I've learned my lessons, and hopefully next season will be better than this season. Yeah, the the latter will be better than the the, the former. Okay, I have a message here. Okay, um, yes, and also we saw Messi. We just talked about Messi winning the league, and we saw. Um, what's his name? The the giant slayer. Um, the what I can't really remember his team name. I won the the, the cup competition. So we have a league winner, Messi Jacobs, and we have a cup. Um, let's say the FA Cup winner. Congratulations to both of them once more. We should have extended our congratulations to them since, but we're just back online to congratulate them. Um, ever uh, obviously you must have followed the 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 competition. Um, the 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 FPL competition we had last season, and um, you struggled and struggled and struggled from the one to the thirty eight. So week thirty is so sorry about that, and you kept on dropping and dropping and um, ever please. What position did you finish last season? It doesn't really matter. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't really matter. We're not yet to talk about position. Uh, for me, it's just to congratulate um, the winners. Congratulate Jasmine for winning the league. Congratulate you, David, of course, for winning oh, yes. the, the oldest and um, very prestigious <laughs> cup competition, uh, the FA Cup. Congratulations to Messi as well for winning League B. And then the giant slayer himself for taking home the FA Cup for, for League B. I think for me... Um, it wasn't really about winning the league. I know I can't win the league. So I wasn't okay. really pushing for that. But I wanted to be very close to the top for probably around fifth position or thereabout. But I made lots of mistakes. A few times where I didn't even remember I was in a competition. I would just leave my team for about two weeks or thereabouts. 
And then another mistake I think I did was not using my chips at the right time. I'll be postponing, okay, I'm going to use it next week and all that. And I'll use it at the wrong time. And everything just worked against me. And um, to me, somehow it was a learning curve. I think I could still learn a few things from that and try and get better. At least I finished above veterans like CJ. I finished above um, the International oh, oh. Observer. <laughs> so... <laughs> Of course, CJ is a veteran, so I didn't do badly per se, but I know better. I mean, CJ is a veteran now, he's been playing this league. Do you want to cough where CJ is? No, you can't. No, you can't. So, and um, within week 35 or so, I was around six position. And then mm. all of a sudden, I found myself around eight position or so. so I don't know what happened, but I, I think I can learn a few things from that. You ended up eight position. Uh, next... Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. I think eight or nine position or so. Yeah, but all the same, it was it was it was it was a great it was a great competition, and we all loved everything about this competition, apart from uh, Lima. Um, <laughs> The Tony Police of our league <laughs> that kept mining gold and, and then my twin brother Alex too was not really helping matters. I don't know. He was always struggling with 17 position. And so but at the end of the day it was good. So we're happy. Congrats to everybody that won. <laughs> okay. Um, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Eva. Um, it was really a wonderful um end to the grand finale. And also we'll be having uh, our season, yes, our end of the season ceremony in the closed WhatsApp group chat on the 19th of June. Yes, I think, I mean, there's, I think that's just a week from now. Yeah, yeah, a week from now we'll be, we'll be celebrating and uh, uh, those who performed will be performed very well in the course of the season will be awarded for their good performance. Uh, but then those who finish it on 9th or 8th should not really be expecting um, much awards <laughs> to their gifts. <laughs> He was at the point he was getting the confidence he was going to finish in the top five or finish above John. Eventually, he could not even finish above John. He didn't even finish above himself. And um, he struggled to try to. <laughs> Basically, and that was how the season ended. Once again, congratulations to Mr. Jacobs, congratulations to Jasmine, congratulations to to myself, congratulations to the Giants player, and congratulations to everyone that finished in the top five in our league. Jasmine, Waspin, myself, um, Adi, yes, Adi finished fifth. Acting Solar was one of our surprise package. He came all the way from fifth to finish um, fourth. If I was not careful, he could have finished third. Um, congratulations to everyone that finished in the top five in both leagues. If you didn't finish in the top five, um, try and register your interest for next season. Next season promises to be better more interesting and engaging. Trust me, um, it's it's going to be bigger next season. Okay, uh, I think that will be all for, for today's episode. In our subsequent episodes, we'll be looking at a lot of things, a lot of details. We have enough time to analyze, strictly analysis we'll be looking at. Even if it's just a player, we'll take a day, look at a player totally, analyze the player very, very well. Um, in, in, in It might just be a particular episode. So make sure you keep on tuning to this channel to listen to us as we keep on 
I'm bringing everything out not to you. Eva, once more, thank you for 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 being with me in the entire course of the season. Even though we started this podcast in January, and that was the second half of the season, but it's been it's been uh, a success I, I, all around. I think this is our 18th or 19th episode. I think I'll confirm our 20th episode. I'll confirm. Um, thank you for for being with me for being with us from day one. Thank you, Eva. Yes, uh, thank you, David, for having me. Thank you, John, for being a wonderful co-analyst. Um, and uh, for the man that is not here, Santi, thank you for Santi. your contribution. And all our guests, we appreciate you. Um, hopefully, we'll bring out better content and um, we'll have a reason to smile. And, I mean, there's always joy talking about the Arsenal, even at the saddest moment. We have to just... Mm-hmm find joy in it. So thank you guys for having me. I will not agree with that one that you say there's always joy. It's not always joy. <laughs> John, you have the floor now. Thank you for, for always yeah, being yeah. here with us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's actually good doing, doing this with you guys um, and the course of the season and we, we ended the season trophyless. I know, but it, it was still fun with you guys and hopefully by next season, or uh, in subsequent um, editions who will become better and serve you guys the best talking of, about us now. Then the next next episode, I hope we we'll have a signing to talk about Sha. Uh, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. Santa is not here now. He has network issues. As you all may all know, we actually... Santa <laughs> climbed, climbed mountains. As, there was no network. Any climbs at the network. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Um, to our listeners, as you may all know, we are not actually in the same location, so maybe that's why sometimes we have technical issues and um, background noises. Um, probably when maybe when we are together, we we'll use our studio and um, we we'll give you more quality. Um, Eva, what's your current location? Yeah, federal capital territory, baby. John, your current location is here. I'm scared of Abuja. Yeah, I'm scared of Abuja. John, what's your current location? Augustus. I'm there for that. The capital of Augustus. Capital of Augustus. I'm currently in the bottom, yeah. I'm going to leave Badon. I'm going to leave Badon or your state. And I think uh, I just... So you can have a top, top, top fumbling. You're not serious. You're not serious. Now, I don't have too much. Where's Santi? Where's Santi ever? Santi should be in Zaria now, of course. Zaria. So we all are from different locations. And all our guests have always been bringing up that from different um, locations. We've had one from Canada, we had one from UK, and we had some from different, from Lagos and every other part of Nigeria. We'll keep on bringing more guests as we progress as a team. Thank you to our listeners for, for being here right from January to this very moment. We are not ending it now. We're not just, we're just trying to end this particular season and move on to the next season. So it gets better with, as we progress. It gets better. We have better content now to share with you. We have, um, there are no longer fixtures here, but the postseason fixtures are already coming thick and fast, and um, players are already being linked to Arsenal and 
players are leaving. Lacazette is out of Arsenal. We didn't mention that ever. Lacazette is out of Arsenal. How, how, how do you feel? Let, this, let him catch his head like Santi and go Oops. to Leon. We, we have tried. Go, go and check Lacazette's numbers. Go and check his numbers. Very decent. What decent? <laughs> Please, we'll talk about Lacazette and uh, maybe one or two other players in our next episode. Thank you guys for, for being a part of this. Have a lovely weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, everybody. Peace. And that's that for today. Thank you for listening to us today. And subscribe, please. Do not forget to subscribe to all our platforms on Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Anchor, anywhere you find us. Please just subscribe. Thank you so much. See you same time next week, Saturday. Have a pleasant weekend.